19 minutes after 4 o'clock, a very good morning to you and welcome to Sound Awake. My name is Kanye Makubani. We're together up until the top of the hour. It's time for our Get Up and Go. It is Spiritual Thursdays. It's Youth Month. We are talking to young people. We're talking to young leaders. We're talking to those who are moving and shaking up, you know, not just South Africa, but the world. And this morning we're joined by Tsekhofato Mudiha. She is an aspiring uh, politician. She just recently matriculated and is looking forward to starting her studies in the United States in August. And she has many accolades to her name and she joins us this morning. Tsekhofato, a very good morning to you. Good morning, Alice. Such a pleasure to speak to you. Good morning. Wonderful. Thank you so much for being with us. We're going to get into all the amazing work that you're doing right now. And before we get very far, I want to start by asking you, what is your get up and go, your morning routine that helps you get up and start your day? So my morning routine is that I wake up in the morning, as we all do. But what I I, I commit myself to doing every day is to declaring into my day. I speak into my day, I speak into existence, what I want to come to pass. I mean, that is the power we have as human beings, and that is the power I believe we have been given as gods on this earth. I believe if you're a person of spirituality, you know that you are God in this earth. And the Bible tells us that God said, God said, God said he created the light, he created the heavens, he created the, the earth with words. Mm-hmm. So can we also create the realities we want in our lives? through the words we're able to decree. So we speak, I speak into my day, and then just go out and prepare for whatever I have scheduled for that particular day. Mm, I like the sound of that. And just looking at your days, I mean, all the work that you do, you have a very, very busy schedule on any given day. Let's get into some of the work that you do. You are the founder of a nonprofit organization named The Presidential, which focuses on women, education, and Africa. Tell us more about it. So the presidential was founded in 2016 mm-hmm. when I was in grade 11. And how it started was being in an environment, you know, when you come from a Model C school, you don't, that, you don't have that much of an inspiration. You see an environment, everyone is okay with just passing the, the pass mark, with, with just being okay, just um, being average. And I was so against that. And I decided to found my nonprofit organization. Now, it was called for the conquerors then, then we evolved it to becoming the presidential because I believe it then um, affiliates with me as an individual. My brand name is Ms. President, and I believe that our philosophy at the presidential uh, uh, encourages young women to believe that they can be presidents of their lives, they can be presidents of their career, they, they can be presidents of their destinies. So our focus is on building a generation that is um, uh, conscious of the impact it should make. So leaders, female leaders in particular. So we are feminists. We are unapologetic about that. We believe that women can lead anywhere they choose to be. They can pioneer in any career field they choose to be, whether or not it was previously male-dominated or not. Mm-hmm. So that is the motion we have, and we sort of encourage that through our workshops, through programs we've had had the spelling bee and at that point in time in 2016 the goal was to um, uh, encourage education the only way to be powerful in this world is uh, and be influential is through education so we're encouraging that notion at that stage grade 11 it was perceived as the hardest year of high school so all of those um, different elements negative elements of my um, environment sort of encouraged me to push this notion of education and women leading in society 
school, we have the spelling bee to promote education. It's, education is a personal thing. It can never be imposed. But the spelling bee sort of encourage young girls that they to come here and participate and understand the essence of education. So now we're moving on to aspects such as sports, arts, culture, um, and also knowing your rights as uh, women. You know what's happening in our society now, the hashtag MeToo movement, the hashtag men are trash, all mm-hmm. these patriarchal um, stemmed hashtags and um, uh, what do you call uh, when you are opposing whatever negative um, system that has been there. So we take, we've taken our girls to the Constitution here to know about their rights. I mean, you come from um, um, homes and families where all you know is survival. All you're taught to do is survive, be employable, and get a job. And there's so much more to that because when you go into that employment field, you need to know your rights. What if you experience racism? Mm-hmm. What if you experience patriarchy and you're unable to point that out? And should you see it, what are the that the Constitution provides for you as a human being first and as a woman secondly to help you um, address those situations currently. So different issues affect a woman to empower them to empower her youth. So that's our vision and focus as the presidential. Now, just recently we celebrated or we commemorated a youth day this past weekend on the 16th of June. Can you tell us, for for you as a young person living and aspiring to do great work right here in South Africa, what does youth day mean to you or with youth month as a whole? And what do you think are some you know, of the key challenges that are facing young people? If we are to be frank a little bit, um, the youth month of 2018 is not any different from the youth month of 2017 or the year before that. The challenges, the socioeconomic climate has not necessarily changed. That then coerces us, me, a a young woman, a young man out there, to then look within himself or herself, Mm -hmm. because that's where the change starts. You know, the employment uh, system, the status quo will always be negative, will always be a certain thing. It takes an individual to look within himself and work on himself for him to see the ultimate change. That's why we encourage competitiveness and collaboration as the youth. Don't be too uh, used to receiving handouts. Our government has so set us up to be receiving handouts, and that needs to be addressed. When you have a sense of self, when you have a sense of that I can do it, you know, you you believe in yourself, you have self-confidence, then you're able to go out and do whatever you want to do and achieve. So to me, as a youth, it means working more on yourself. That's what matters. No matter how many fingers you point out there, there will always be something to point at. If you look for them, if you want an excuse, you will find it. You'll blame the economy. You'll blame your uh, economic background. You'll blame the politicians up there. But if you don't start with yourself, then there is no progress. So fo- focusing on yourself as an individual is what uh, it's my philosophy, is what I emphasize on um, as much as I can. Now, you are a delegate uh, to the United Nations in, in New York. Yep. You're also a Global Scholar Advisory Board member in Washington, D.C. Tell us more about the work that you're doing on a more global level. So I was, um, the way it started was just to see what is the international perspective on Africa. All I've been exposed to is the challenges as a black young girl in a middle class, the missing middle society. And I just knew there had to be more. You know, you don't have to wait to be 26, 27 to actually change the world, see what's happening in the world, understand global politics, and understand the sort of field you're entering into. 
So in 2017, in my matric year, uh, during our June break, I applied for the global diplomat, the, you know, the young um, global scholar program, rather. And that was for young students who have interest in politics and in international relations and understanding the kaleidoscope, what's happening when you, people talk about things like the G7 that just happened not long ago in Canada. You are able to uh, understand that sort of international language when they speak about diplomacy. What is it? You know, in South Africa, we don't have courses that focus on diplomacy. We understand our issues, but we are unable to, we are not exposed that much to international conversations and international lobbying, international support. So that's sort of how what happened. I was accepted. I was the only African there. And um, I addressed certain issues that they did have in their system. But I was there. Um, I got the opportunity to go to the White House. And that was very exciting as a young person who's so interested in politics. So I got to see what one can call the positive side of uh, politics. And then this year, in 2018, again, I was accepted to the United Nations by the Youth Assembly. Right. I went again. Um, and met a lot. This time it was more international. It was just uh, the the global scholar was just American students and myself there. And this time with the United Nations, it was a more global uh, uh, kaleidoscope. You could meet people from Tunisia, yeah. from Czechoslovakia, from yes. Pakistan, yes. and understand Pakistan is not just a place where they bomb people. That's the perception we all have all over the world. But when a Pakistani young man or young woman comes to places like the United Nations and then voice their um, op- uh, problems as a country and what the problem really is, that then gives you a better and clearer perspective on how to understand international issues. And I think that can make us a stronger uh, international country as South Africa. And I was very excited when South Africa was um, selected to be part of the Security Council and been out for such a long time because of our economic uh, instability. But because we're back and we can go there and address certain things that the UN itself needs to focus on, um, such as uh, its relations with the United States mm-hmm. itself. You know mm-hmm. what's happening with the separation of families now. They're quiet, they're folding on, they just follow through. I ask them, we are allowed, we're allowed to have interjections and dialogues with what the United Nations really does, because all we see them do is talk, talk, talk. Yeah. The action. We see you in refugees and then come back to this huge, magnificent, beautiful place. But what do you do to issues such in developing countries such as Brazil and whatnot? So when we support those issues, as what are you doing in, in America itself? They are too clingy to what's happening in the American political uh, uh, occurrences. So if President Trump says this, they just follow through because he is the president. Are we not able, as an organization, we are independent, to challenge some of his policies that he's um, affirming? So it was a very informative and, and, and great place to be with, to, to, inter- to interact rather, with like-minded people from across the world. Now tell me, my dear, when you are, you know, talking, you you are very inspirational and it's very clear that you have a, a clear understanding and a path of where you're going in your life. To a young person listening to you right now, what advice would you give somebody who feels defeated in their life and, you know, they haven't discovered themselves and they're saying, you know, I'm a young person myself and I'd love to achieve even just half of what you have. Please tell me, what do I do to just inspire myself? I'm feeling very defeated in life right now. So first of all, I will tell you that defeat is as it's a result of your thought. 
So it's not, it doesn't just come, you allow it to happen. It's in your mind, you you know, a man, as a man thinketh, so he is, so is he. So once you're able to control your thoughts, I mean, all of us, you can see Sukho and think, oh wow, I do go through some challenges myself, but I have been able to understand the power of the mind. Once you're able to control that, then you're able to project what it is you want. So once you are able to understand the powers you have, the powers you have as a human being to mm-hmm. speak into life what it is you want to materialize in your life, to think right, to surround yourself with positivity, then positive things will happen to you. So after um, sort of uh, fixing your mindset, channeling how to think, then just start. I mean, you can list a whole lot of things that prevent you from going ahead to doing what you want to do, but if you just set yourself and tell yourself that this is what I want to do and you go for it regardless of whatever. For me, that has been an advantage. I've decided a long time ago that age will never, ever be a factor. That is why in so many of these uh, conferences and um, uh, different meetings I'm invited to, I'm usually the youngest. Yeah. And um, I-, I would speak representing the youth. I would speak on uh, challenges that affect even adults and, and, old, and old people in our country or in the world. So when you choose to ignore the obstacles that either you've set for yourself or society has set for you, then fearlessly forge forward. Wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us on Sound Awake. Share with us some of your social media handles that our listeners can connect with you on. Certainly. So I am on Twitter. Uh, my Twitter handle is Miss President SA. And I'm on Instagram. My Instagram handle is Miss President SA. My brand page on Facebook is Miss President. And if you want to see my personal page as well, it's Tokofato August Powers. You can see more about what I do and what are my plans moving forward. Miss President, we see you and let me tell you from your mouth straight to God's ears, you will be a female president in this country. Not just a female president, but a great president in this country. And we look forward uh, to seeing all that you're still going to achieve. Thank you so much for joining us on A Sound Awake. It's 26 minutes before 5 o'clock. Here's the sounds of Kajanin with Walewatu. And when we come back, we're joined live in studio by Mr. Fred Gaunafato Mamabolo. We're talking about changing careers from one career to another. Stay with us.